Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there's so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there, and you're tired of the senseless and toxic diet culture noise. You're ready to tune into your body, feel empowered around food, and focus on your true health and well-being. Welcome to the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio of your health and wellness anti-diet dreams. I'm Tara, personal trainer. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And I'm Maura, licensed clinical social worker. Together, we're pushing back on diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity to help you practice genuine health-promoting self-care. So grab your water bottle, forget the rules, and let's start rebranding your wellness journey. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Rebranded. Today, we are talking about how goals can get in the way and what we should do instead. Yeah, so this episode is probably going to be coming out in the beginning of the year. So I was thinking about how we think about the new year, we think about goals, uh-huh. New Year's resolutions. Even if we don't use that word, we like mean the same thing. Yeah. Totally. Okay. And goals can be really helpful. Tara, I know that you plan on telling us a little bit about goals in next week's episode. Yep. So we're really excited about that. And I thought today I might talk about how sometimes they can get in the way a bit and what's to do instead. There's kind of this messaging that happens in society where it's like, in order to have happiness, we need to like achieve a goal. We need to achieve goals to get to what we want. And that's what will make us happy. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to work really hard for this. And then I'm going to get there. And then I feel really great. And that does happen, right? Have you guys had that work toward a goal? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's also like a great example of hustle culture. I was thinking about you, Tara. When I was thinking about what we we're going to talk today, I was thinking about you and hustle culture because we get this like, all right, goal, goal, goal. Going to get there. Going to get there. All right. I met it. Woo, made it. Okay. What's next? Yeah. That's so me all the time. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about hustle culture? I know we will probably do several episodes on hustle culture, but talk to me about it. So to me, hustle culture feels like the never ending battle to always be doing more. And where I think it's really hindering us, it makes it so that we can't relax. A good example of this for me is when I go on vacation, if it's like a week-long vacation, it takes me like three days to like finally like wind down and enjoy. Like, ah, I'm here at the beach. Yay. And then as soon as I get there, I'm kind of like, oh my God, okay, so we're here. We have to take advantage of all the time we have. Let's get ready and we're going to snorkel tomorrow and we're going to scuba dive on Wednesday. And then we're going to go to this restaurant on this night. And we have to make sure that we have time at the beach because I totally want to lay there and relax and do nothing. And then by the time I do all those things, it's like, holy smokes, we only have like two days left. So quick, we have to do it. And like, let me get my suitcase back and read, you know, this is like so panicky feeling all the time. Yeah. Wake up and the vacation's over. Totally. You need to like vacation. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I keep saying. But I feel like if we could stop that hustle culture, then we would be more present and it wouldn't be so aggressively busy all the time. Yeah. Actually, one of the main drawbacks, I think, when we become really goal oriented is that it pulls us away from the present moment. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what you're describing when you're talking about all the goals you have for your vacation, all the things you're going to do for your vacation. Totally. Yeah. And they're all good things. Yeah. They're just, it's so aggressively in the future that we can't focus on where we are now. Absolutely. Yes. I also find, too, that they are very outcome-oriented. And have you guys heard of the book Atomic Habits? Yeah. James Clare. Love it. I Right. It is a book that I highly recommend. I don't always fully embrace a self-help book with, like, 100% support. But in this one, I'm like, heck, yeah. 
There are some, like, in some of the examples, it's a little bit diet culture-y. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Because it's... Like, what's not, though? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) But the messaging is really good. And there's this one line that he has in there that I think is a little harsher than how I would say it, but I love it. And it's, winners and losers have the same goals. And that... (laughs) Yikes. I know. That (laughs) that is quite harsh. A little (laughs) harsher than I would say. But it is also kind of true, right? Like, the goal doesn't really dictate whether or not something happens. And it's always very outcome-oriented. So it's like this thing that's going to happen. And in reality, we don't have control over all the variables. We don't actually have control over whether the outcome will happen. We can do things to make it more likely, but we can't actually make it happen. Very much like when we focus on weight loss. Exactly. That is an outcome goal that is not really within our control. Yes, definitely. A huge part of it isn't. Yeah, no, there's so much of it that's not in our control. So yeah, it becomes like very outcome-oriented. So rather than like throwing goals out the window, because I don't want to do that. Goals are helpful. My idea is to kind of hold them a little lighter. Goals can be really helpful in giving us specific steps to take toward things that we want in our life, but focusing more on the process. So focusing more on this present moment and how we want to show up in this moment, like on your vacation. And it's interesting, too, because I like to think about, especially as we're in the new year and we're thinking about what we want for our life, what we want for us this next year ahead of us. I like to kind of take inventory in these different areas of our life. I do this with basically all of my clients. I do this with myself regularly. It's an ongoing kind of process of checking in and reflecting on the things that are important. Mm-hmm. But kind of going through different areas like parenting, personal growth, leisure, spirituality, health, career, community and environment, family relationships, intimate relationships, social relationships, looking at all these different areas and thinking about like, what's important to me? And so when you're talking about vacation, that sounds like the leisure part of your life and family relationships part of your life. I actually love that because I think it is important to check in in all those areas, like on a regular basis. It's so common for us to think about what our goals are in January and then not even remember what they are until the next January where we look back and we go, oh, I didn't accomplish anything this year. Yeah, you know, or oh, I did one of the 12 that I set. I also like the way you framed it of checking in and reflecting. Agreed. Yeah, it sounds so much more helpful, frankly. And it's ongoing, too, right? It's not like a a goal is something that we work toward and we achieve. And then once we've met it, we've met it. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of like the difference between to train for a marathon versus like running. Maybe you're training for a marathon, but it's like in the service of something more that's mm-hmm. important to you. Yeah. Like you just enjoy running. So you do that. Yeah. I, I totally. know. Or for me, Elizabeth, you asked me in our work together, you'd ask me like, what are my values around movement? Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of values around movement. Like I really love just kind of fully appreciating my mobility mm-hmm. that I have and like the abil- like the capability of a human body is just freaking amazing. So like feeling fully connected to my body in that way. And so many other things. Like, I love being outdoors. I love being in nature and, and appreciating these things. I remember adventure was one of those, uh, right? Adventure. Love adventuring adventure. moving your body, which I totally resonated with. Probably yes. stuck in my mind. Yes, I do too. Definitely. And if I'm connecting values to these things that are important to me, I'm more likely to continue to do this thing every day. I'm making these small steps toward this overall picture that I want for my life and not this, like, thing that I've met and I've gotten there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's a conversation that I have a lot with clients also is just think about the difference between dieting and eating or moving or living for how you want to care for your body, right? Yeah. And a big breakthrough that a lot of clients will often have as we have the conversations are when they were focused 
on weight loss. It's a specific outcome. You're just trying to eat a certain way and move a certain way to achieve a specific outcome. And tooth cut things come to mind. And then what? Right. Mm -hmm. But then also, was that eating and moving and those things that you were doing, in what way are they connected to your values? And if Mm. they're not connected to your values for how you want to nourish your body, how you want to move your body, how you want to show up in and for your body, then they go away, right? At some point when you either Mm -hmm. do or don't meet that outcome goal, then you're kind of left with that. Now what? what? Yeah. And so often people will realize, you know what? I never actually thought about what my values were for how I want to nourish my body. I have no idea what my values are around movement. I just was following the rules to meet that goal. I think that so many people too, for example, with the weight loss, get it in their head that when they get to that goal, things are going to be different. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to be a different person or, you know, the world will treat them a different way or they'll be whatever. And it's not that way. Right. You know, we're like the same. What's that quote? I forget who said it, but wherever you go, there you are. Oh, right. (laughs) I love that. I love it. As you guys were both talking to, I was thinking about the fact that in so many areas of our life, and you see this a lot in diet culture, but in all those 10 categories that I just listed out, we see like mm-hmm. almost we think we need to meet a goal in order to do something like, OK, I want to lose 10 pounds so that I can go hike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. And we see it in so many other parts of our life, right? Like in order to decorate for Christmas, I need to clean the entire house first. But like maybe you decorate for Christmas and, and then, then clean later. And yeah. Or not clean if you're me. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not clean at all. Yeah. Like, what's important to you? But we often kind of get like caught up in like rules that uh-huh. that's so arbitrary. Yeah. Like who says we had to do this? Yeah. And we don't even realize that we're following them. No, no. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's absolutely. helpful too. Like as if you do go through like those different categories of your life and kind of check in on what's important to me, also check in to see if there are rules that you're following that maybe you don't need to be following these rules or like creating these goals in order to do something. You can yeah. do that thing. You can just do it now. Yeah, now. So do you have a specific set of questions that you encourage people to reflect on when uh, as you're going through that process? Oh, man. There, well, I have a million different versions of this. <laughs> um, one that I like to do sometimes is kind of thinking about, so if we were to imagine, maybe it's like, Five years from now. Or, you know, New Year's resolution will say one year from now. Mm -hmm. So we are December 31st, 2023. Mm -hmm. And you are being presented with an award Mm -hmm. for the way you have lived your life this year. Every single day you have done something to just really do something that's true to the things that you care about. And different people in your life are being interviewed Mm -hmm. about the way you've been showing up in these different areas. Mm -hmm. What would you want them to say about the kind of parent you've been? (laughs) (laughs) What would you want them to say is the thing, right? Like if you could choose, what would you want them to say about how you showed up? And the same for all those other areas too. Like what would you want the people in your life to say about how you have treated your relationship to yourself and your own personal growth and leisure, your spirituality, your health, your community environment. I'll go list them all again. But (laughs) I'd love that you're framing this in what would you want other people to like have observed about you or say about you? Because that feels so much more kind than Mm. how do I want myself to be? Yeah. You know, I feel like other people would never say, well, I want you to stop being a lazy turd or whatever. Like people would never say that to you, hopefully. (laughs) If they do, don't hang out with those people. (laughs) But like yeah. people are, are much kinder to others, right? Like your friends would never say nasty stuff, but they might say, oh, you were so ambitious this year. I can't believe how well you did at whatever thing. 
So putting it on someone else makes it much yeah. more accurate, I feel like. Yeah, it helps us like externalize that voice sometimes that, you know, shout out to our perfectionism episode. That can be a little bit mean to us sometimes. Absolutely. It's interesting because to me, it makes me think I agree with that, but it also makes me think, wow, I've really got to live that if other people are going to notice. <laughs> It does put a little yeah. pressure on. Yeah. If I really want people to notice this, if I want to be remembered for these things, yeah, what would I need to do? And I think the cool thing about this and like one thing that I like that happens when we focus more on the things that are important to us is we almost don't need those goals because we do the things anyway. Right. right? Like I'm working toward the same thing. I might have that same outcome. But I maybe don't need the goal. Again, goals are really helpful, though, in breaking down the actual steps. But it's kind of cool to look at it that way. Okay. Yeah. So the main things I want for all of us to do, for us, our listeners, is to take a moment to, like, really reflect on these different areas of our life. What is truly important to us? Are there rules that we're following that maybe we don't need to follow? And see if when we're setting these goals that they really fit with the kind of person we want to be in these different areas and see if we can hold those goals lightly and focus mostly on the process of showing up and living our life. I love that. That you on to the goals lightly and your values tightly. Ooh. 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 Look at you. Like it's that, yeah, I like that phrase. That's yeah. a new catchphrase. Awesome. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wellness Rebranded. If you found this helpful, please take a moment and leave us a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to learn more about Mora, you can find her website, moratani.com. To connect with Tara, find her on Instagram at Tara De Leon Fitness. To connect with me, Elizabeth, visit me at elizabethharrisnutrition.com. And while you're there, follow the link to join my health and healing with intuitive eating community on Facebook.